Morning. It's 11 minutes before 8 a.m. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW in Sitka. Today is Wednesday, September 23, 2020. I'm Peter Apathy with Raven News. A little over a year after the city sold Sitka Community Hospital to the Southeast Alaska Regional Health Consortium, Search is moving forward with its promised hospital expansion project and is on track to break ground next year. KCAW's Catherine Rose reports. When the Sitka Assembly met on Tuesday, it heard a report from Search CEO Charles Clement. These past six months have been interesting and a challenge would be a substantial understatement. Uh, a lot of our activities have revolved around our response to the COVID-19 pandemic. But even as the consortium has been busy with pandemic response, Clements said plans to build a new hospital on Search's Sitka campus remain on track. We are actually in the design phase right now. There are an incredible amount of moving pieces. It is a substantial, uh, is a substantial undertaking. The expansion plan includes a new 25-bed hospital with four operating rooms, along with a new medical office building and more lab and radiology services. Clement said the project is projected to cost around $300 million and search plans to take out big bonds to cover the cost. That's where land comes in. Land assets will help search as it seeks financing for the expansion. The land the new hospital will be built on has already been transferred to search, but Clement said other land agreements are still in the works. Um, one of the big ones is the hospital itself. The physical hospital that exists now is owned by the Indian Health Service. Uh, they have a desire to gift that to search. Uh, and as you can imagine, it's, it's a somewhat burdensome process to go ahead and gift land from the federal government to uh, a, an organization such as search. Nevertheless, Clement said the project should break ground next spring. But assembly members had other questions for him about health care in Sitka, aside from the planned expansion. It's been a little over a year since the sale of Sitka Community Hospital was finalized. As part of the terms of the sale agreement, Search offered jobs to all SCH employees in good standing. At the time, around 130 of them accepted offers. Assemblymember Valerie Nelson asked for an update on those employees. It seems like there have been quite a few layoffs of the people that were hired from Sitka Community. Is that true or false? I think there have been two layoffs uh, of previous Sitka Community Hospital employees. Uh, maybe one, but I think it's two. Um, and the, I don't think there, I mean, none of that was necessarily planned and there's no additional layoffs planned, but I think that had to do with the combination of uh, just the necessity and the demand and the duplication of those activities would be my, my assumption. And Tor Christensen wondered about rising costs of health care. He said he and some constituents had noticed bigger bills. It seems like once Search took over, you know, as a sole provider, uh, prices went up dramatically. You know, that me personally, that my annual blood test went from $700 to $1,500 overnight. Clement said that Search has seasonal price adjustments, but nothing that should explain a doubled bill overnight. He said that example might warrant a little more investigation. Clement said Search will seek construction proposals for the hospital expansion project later this fall. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Catherine Rose. Plans to build a new marine haul-out facility in Sitka have ground to a halt. The multi-million dollar federal grant anticipated for the project did not come through, forcing the city of Sitka to cast its net for private sector funding. KCAW's Robert Woolsey reports. 
A lot was riding on the $6.5 million build grant from the U.S. Department of Transportation, which Sitka applied for back in May. It would have covered 80% of the estimated costs for a new haul-out. City Borough was unsuccessful, so there is no big pot of money coming to help us out. Gary White is the director of Sitka's Industrial Park, where the new haul-out is to be built. The Parks Board has been taking a hard look at the project since last fall when Sitka's lone private boatyard announced it would be closing its haul-out as early as next year. But everything balanced on the infusion of these now absent federal funds. So here we are. We're, we're, we're back to really square, square one, except I think we have a better idea from all of the work that we did last fall of what the community wants to see in a haul-out. White was speaking at the last meeting of the Board of Directors of the Gary Paxton Industrial Park on September 17th. What the community wants is something that serves the majority of Sitka's large commercial and recreational fleet, a travel lift of around 100 or 150 tons, an environmentally approved washdown area, and access to uplands where Sitka's marine trades can be housed. And those uplands must remain in public ownership. How hard could it be? With millions in federal support, it would be a lot simpler to connect these dots. If it must come together privately, however, Sitka's Municipal Administrator John Leach says it becomes a catch-22. Potential uplands developers want to make any investment until there's a, a, a haul-out facility. Um, the people that would potentially build a haul-out facility want access to the rest of the lands because they know that's the only way that they'll make money in a haul-out facility. Um, and then when we offer the lands for the full haul-out facility, this has been done a few times, I'm not talking about this most recent one, uh, we hear loud and clear that um, they don't want the city to give up control of those lands to the investor, so the investor leaves and we end up in this continual back and forth. Leach was referring to a 2014 proposal from Silver Bay Seafoods to build a marine services center at the park. The offer broke down under public opposition to selling the processor almost all of the remaining available land in the park. But other private projects at the park have worked. Northline Seafoods in 2018 built a gravel ramp to haul out barges and has since given it to Sitka. The barge ramp could be adapted to haul boats with a hydraulic trailer rather than the more conventional travel lift. Park Director Gary White suggested that there was an opportunity for someone to start small without the strings that come with government funding. If, if someone wants to come and put a trailer on that ramp today, I don't, I don't doubt that the community would allow them to do that. And if, some, if someone wants to go and build their own marine haul out right out in front of the old bottling plant on their own property, I don't think we would say no about that. But I'm, that's just me. But I think the, the issue is if it's city money, then we have to have some type of insurances that is going to work. White said that one thing had to work, regardless of who built or operated a haul-out, and that was the washdown area. Complying with the Environmental Protection Agency rules ultimately would fall to the city. There was consensus on the board that this element of the project, estimated to cost around $1 million, would best be constructed and maintained by the city. White wasn't averse to the idea of having the board issue a completely new request for proposals, which made clear that there would be no municipal financial involvement other than the washdown area. Because of the time involved in issuing an RFP, the board agreed to have White issue an RFI, or a request for information, which is a speedier way to hear ideas from potential developers. 
and speed remains critical. Right now, no one has any options, said White. We know that we want to get boats on the beach, we want to take care of our local fleet, and we want our tradespeople to keep working. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Robert Woolsey. Students and community members rallied in Ketchikan Saturday as part of an annual event called Kings for Peace Week. KRBD's Eric Stone reports. It's a sunny Saturday in Ketchikan, and a handful of bright-eyed K-High Kings are hanging banners and tie-dyeing cloth masks on the downtown waterfront. So these are uh, Tibetan pear flags. That's Cade McAllister. He's a senior at K-High and the president of the student Rotary Club organization, Rotary Interact. And um, what we have to work with are these uh, paper ones that kids from around the community or different schools have written their messages for peace. So we've strung them up all around here. He reads a few. Peace for everyone starts with kindness to all. Um, my wish is equality for all. Yeah, so yeah, lots of positive messages. Others say things like, wear your mask, be respectful, and black lives matter. McAllister and others are here to celebrate the International Day of Peace. That's a holiday created by the United Nations in 1981, around the time the UN's General Assembly convenes for its annual session. It's a day intended as a 24-hour ceasefire for combatants around the world. McAllister says it's also a day to celebrate the broader ideal of peace on Earth. This year's theme is shaping peace together. Yeah, well, I think peace, especially in this community, is when we come out and we just help each other and we realize that we're not so different as human beings. And I think it's especially important at this time in our country's history that we realize just how close together we really are. Junior Jody Paula looks at peace a little differently. When I think of peace, I think of inner peace. Um, so, you know, your mindset has to be peaceful or else or the world around you, you're going to view it as not so peaceful and almost chaotic. The celebration this year looks radically different than it did in years past. There's usually a Peace Day dance and assembly. This year, there's a Peace Day dance challenge on Instagram. And of course, there's never been students tie-dyeing face masks. Sarah Campbell is the K-High teacher who organizes Peace Week. Campbell won a $10,000 award from a national nonprofit recognizing her as one of the best teachers across the country this spring, in part because of her work on Kings for Peace Week. She says that this year, she wanted to bring the event outdoors and off campus, and not just for health reasons. Our goal this year was to really encourage the community to help think about peace and to help shape peace together. Campbell says she hopes the paper and cloth flags from students and community members will be hung in Ketchikan schools as an enduring reminder of the power of peace for years to come. Reporting in Ketchikan, I'm Eric Stone. And that's all for Raven News for this 